Welcome to the PVN College Podcast, where our goal is to grow students in the love and knowledge of Jesus Christ. In today's episode, we're going to talk about volunteering in ministry as a college student. What are some key things for college volunteers to remember so that they can be successful? Our guest today is Dr. Brent Baskin. Brent has served churches for over 20 years all across the Southeast. He is currently an associate professor and department chair for Christian studies at Shorter University. Brent received his PhD in student ministry and master's in Christian education from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. He also has a BA in biblical studies and psychology from Washita University. Washita. Washita University. <laughs> Washita University. I promise I looked, I studied too for this, man. I um, practiced like 10 minutes before we started. That's right. I know. <laughs> I know. Brent has been married to his wife, Melissa, for 20 years, and they have two daughters. So, Brent, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks. It's fun. I'm looking forward to it. It also says here in the bio that you're a Frisbee golf guy. Trying, yeah. Okay. Uh, Josh Pilgrim got me introduced when we first started at Shorter. Nice. And I realized, hey, this is free. I don't have to pay a green fee to Amen. come out here. And for the most part, I don't lose any disc or, or golf balls. Yeah. So, because we don't have any water around here. I did lose a disc in Arkansas. I played a disc golf course and it had a lake and I mm. lost one. I'm like, not doing that again. I think that's like a rite of passage for Frisbee golf, though. As you, you lose that one and now now you're in. Yeah. Now you're in. The so I feel like I'm officially a part. But yeah, it's <laughs> been fun just to go out and sweat a little bit and play yeah. something, for, something for free. Nice. Well, speaking of sweating it out, uh, so today, you got to be impressed with that, right? Right. So today, true. we're talking about volunteering in ministry as a college student. Um, when I first volunteered in a ministry, I was just kind of there. Like, I had no idea what to do or where to start. Um, I didn't really know how much power or how little power I had to make suggestions in meetings, or should I just kind of keep my head down and my mouth closed and just kind of get through, you know, focus on the kids and get through it. Um before we really get into these questions that we have for you, any kind of initial thoughts on just volunteering as a college student in ministry? If you're in a college town, they're used to college students being available. Yep. And so you're going to always be wanted, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But I want you to protect yourself. Okay. Like, find you a church that doesn't just need volunteers, but is actually mm. going to disciple you. Yeah. And I think that's the part that we don't communicate enough, like the church fairs mm. or, um, you know, as churches start asking for volunteers, because I get phone calls all the time, hey, we need help, we need help, we need help. Yeah. That's great, but how are you going to help them? And I don't think most mm. students even think about that because we're so excited about doing it. That's a great um, point. That we miss out on the chance to actually be discipled and, and grow. So, well, I guess so. One of the one of the tips, if I'm a college student hearing this, one of the things I'm listening to you say is, it's not a selfish thing or a bad thing to ask the church, "How are you going to help me?" Not not in a selfish way, but in a in a common sense, healthy way. Yes, I'd love to help you guys, but I'm also trying to better myself and grow deeper. And is, is that right? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. And I don't think a lot of churches think about that because most mm. pastors were like, hey, I just need somebody to volunteer in a children or a youth ministry because it's one less thing that I have to stress about. Yeah. But they never think about the fact that shepherding hmm. this student is is so important for yeah. these three or four years that I potentially have them hmm. um, because that's going to carry with them after they're gone. Because if we think just works-based, 
then we're going to carry that somewhere else, mm. and we're going to miss out on our own health. Mm, um, yeah. Personal story just related to that. That's what happened to me in college is I got burnt to a crisp yeah. because nobody took the time to go, where are you at spiritually? Hmm. Because the facade was, well, he's a Christian studies major. He's got Christian walk all figured out. And I was mm. in sin. I was just making bad choices because of stress. Yeah. And and I, but yet I was still expected to serve because I'm the Christian studies guy. Right. And it just burned me out and nobody mm. was there to help heal me through that process. And so for me, this is so important when we're talking to students about this is hmm. making sure that you're being invested in, in some form or fashion. Yep. That is such a good point. Great. Wonderful start. So now we're into it. So three questions. Yep. Question one, what are, and you've kind of already given us one, but what are three things college volunteers should keep in mind while they're serving in a church? Okay. So to kind of piggyback on that same idea, yep. you need to figure out a church where you can worship. Okay. Like, don't just go because they have a need. I encourage, like, freshmen to go and attend church mm-hmm. and find you a place where you can worship with the people. Yeah. Because I don't want you to go to a church because they need a volunteer, but then you find out you don't have, you don't like the worship style, you don't like the pastor's preaching, mm. again, you're not being discipled. Uh, find a place where you can learn and discover church because you've gone, some of you may have gone to your church your whole life mm-hmm. to one church, but here, you know, if you're in a college town, you've got seven or buffet, eight different yeah. short choices mm-hmm. and everybody's going to offer you something as a premium, whether it's a t-shirt, a free meal, whatever, but you need to find out where God wants you to worship and mm. then where you want to serve. Well, and I would wager to your point, if you, if you are volunteering at a church that you're not getting poured into, that you're not growing you're probably not going to be a great volunteer either, probably, I would think. Not long-term. You, know? you exactly, probably will do yeah. it for a year, and then you'll just lose You'll lose the fire. Yeah. Because you're like, well, I don't want to, yeah, I want to find something else to do. Yep, yep. yep. Okay, okay, so, so look for a place that you can get poured into that you will enjoy and grow as you worship. Okay, okay. So to similar but not quite, I hope, um, don't f- or find need, not popularity. Okay. So two sides to that. One... Don't go to the church that everybody else is going to just because that's where the popular place is to serve. Okay. Um, find a place that has real needs. Hmm. The benefit of that also, though, is you may find a church that is smaller, that doesn't have your traditional college feel. They may have a smaller college ministry, mm-hmm. which means you're going to be taken care of, but you're going to meet some real needs for that church. Hmm. You're not going to be just a number yeah. that expands what someone's actually doing. You might actually benefit a, mm. a real need, a real student, and you might find real depth yeah. to your volunteering and to your ministry mm. because you may actually be making real impact on some kids man. that may or may not be realized. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll tell you this, Brent. I was about to go eat a cookout, but I'm full now. That was awesome. <laughs> um, I here's To your point, I think... So many college students only, it's almost the reverse is what sometimes we'll do or, or that they'll do. I can't keep saying we, I've got to let that go. I'm not in college anymore. Not, well, you are, but not that <laughs> Right, right, right. Like, that's true. That's true. Like college students will go to the smaller churches where needs could really be met and they'll say, oh, this isn't a big church. God's not doing anything here. Okay, see, and they'll go, they gravitate to the bigger church, but your your argument is almost that, not that bigger churches don't have needs, of course they do, but this, there's this great opportunity for them to really make an impact 
but they might just dismiss that church because of its size sometimes. Yeah. Is, that, is that fair to say? Yeah. Does that make sense? I agree. Mm. But the, and think about it, that college ministry, because of its size, may be more of the family feel right. that someone's looking for rather than the massive youth group feel right. that a lot of college ministries can present. Mm. And my hope is, and the challenge for, student, for churches in, in that smaller vein, is again, taking into consideration the value that you're getting and give it a return on its investment yeah. by taking care of them. So, Because yep. um, my, my next point in that was going to be multi-generational. Find you a place where you can engage mm. other people other than just college students. Okay. Senior adults specifically, because that's where your free meals are going to come from. <laughs> nice. So I'm giving yeah. you a premium yeah. by doing that. Yeah. Um, but the church is designed to be multi-generational in mm. worship, in practice, in experience. Yeah. And so I want college students to be able to build relationships with student, with people outside their age group. And especially if you're yeah. volunteering in children and youth, I don't want you to spend all the time with people under the age of 18. Yeah. I want you to engage those conversations hmm. in spiritual development. Maybe finding a small group or finding a mentor? Small sort of group, uh, c- coming alongside another volunteer that may be an adult mm-hmm. you know, that can invest in you as well, that y'all mm-hmm. do life together. I just want you to do life with people that live in that t- town, live in that community. I want you to feel at home. Because yeah. the hardest part of college is, man, I always want to go home on the weekends. I don't want you to feel that. I want you to yeah. feel like your family is in college because that's mm. that's the launching. Yeah. That's that trajectory out moving on to adulthood is engaging those relationships outside the home base that you had when you were in high school. Great point. Great point, Brett. Um, okay, so next question. Yep. You're a college volunteer and nursery um, or you know, children's church or youth ministry or a greeter team, whatever. I'm a college volunteer, and I'm getting frustrated with the way the, this ministry is doing things, or there's a certain thing in the ministry that is just kind of rubbing me the wrong way, or I've, I've got an issue with the way my ministry is doing things. H- how should I respond as a college volunteer? Is there a response as a college volunteer? I think there's opportunity, but obviously we got to come in with humility. Yeah, um, You're not the one that's established there. Mm -hmm. It's not your quote unquote home church. Yeah. We want it to feel like home, but these people have been doing this probably this way for quite some time. So I think humility's, um, the call of the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then it's similar to kind of like Matthew 18, as far as conflict resolution, you want to go to the individual and address the concern Mm -hmm. individually Mm -hmm. and then work your way up to maybe potentially the larger focus of the overall church um, addressing the issue. But you may find out that your theology and your philosophy Mm. and how you feel like youth ministry is done doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. So is it, do I, does it not fit with children, but I might fit better in a different place of service Mm -hmm. or in humility, you don't fit the church itself. And it may just be, you know, thank you so much for the time I had here. It was good, Mm. but it may be time for me to, to do something else. Yeah. And then just, not raise a stink, not tell everybody how bad the church is, but just quietly and in humility, leave gracefully, mm-hmm. and then continue to grow in your own faith by learning. Maybe mm-hmm. you're learning how not to do ministry. God does do that for us. Here, I'm mm-hmm. going to show you how not to do it yeah. so that you can affirm your own calling of, you know what, I just know deep down inside, this is what God wants me to do, and this is how it should work. Yeah. And so I'm going to go find a place that maybe is doing that or is willing to listen because imposs- it's possible they may go, well, that's an outside perspective we've never thought of before. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll start working on that. And you can lead the church. But sometimes yeah. we face stubborn people, and yeah. they just say, no, this is how we do it. And you go, 
All right. Thank you so much. Correct. It's time to uh, yeah. go do something else. So <laughs> yeah, it's philosophy good. evaluation, am I wrong or are they wrong? Is biblically, what is God's word telling me? Mm. And that may lead my either a change in me or a change in them. And then obviously conflict resolution, do I need to leave mm-hmm. or do I need to just humble myself? Yeah. I've, I've, to your point, I've found patience is, is huge and that humility. As someone who works in ministry with college volunteers, nothing rubs me wrong faster than someone who's brand new to the ministry coming in saying, hey, these are the things that you really need to work on. Thank you so much for that <laughs> input after you've been here for a day and a half. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yep. But, if, but if this is someone that I know, now obviously if it's a major issue, that then obviously it needs to be addressed now. But, but in terms of critique, that, that's one of those things that in terms of patiently getting to know these people as best you can, before stepping into that process of critique and molding, yeah. that is, is so important. And I think if you can win the person, if you can win the, the children's pastor, or the youth pastor, if they, if they know that you're here to play and you really want to be here, they'll listen to your input versus I can't know that about you in three weeks. Give me more time to get to know you. And as you're watching in humility, as we've spent time together, now come to me one-on-one, and let's talk through some, some things. Great stuff. The buzzword right now in missions, but I think it applies in this context if you're a college student coming into a new community, is cultural intelligence. Yeah. So cultural intelligence is the buzzword among missions, and interna- it's really international business, but missions is now taking on that idea yeah. of understanding what's going on in that culture and learning it and hearing it in yeah. order to how- know how to respond. And most people aren't doing that. They're coming in, like you just said, and said, I've got the world all figured out. Come hear me. Yeah. And that's not going to be well received. No, I think, I think you're exactly right. I think, and that, and to your point though, that's the humility that you've been talking about is again, humility is not just softly asking a question or softly making a critique. Humility is a state of mind. If you have that patience, that humility, then you will, then you won't just immediately jump off the top rope to attack people and to attack the way things are done. So, yeah. so working in humility, that that's, that's so huge. Um, I'll tell you what, Brent, um, real quickly here, is there any tip or tool for college volunteers who are working at churches right now during COVID-19? I, I think so. I, the, the cool thing about what COVID has done is it's created opportunity. Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. limitations to what's going on, but what I would encourage you to do is think outside your comfort zone mm. because there's so many things going on that we need to pay attention to, whether that's the media. I'm not any good at it. I don't know sound. I don't know camera. Learn it because mm. this is the new day and age. Yeah. Um, learn it and be and put that in your toolbox. Yeah. The other side of it is, too, a lot of these churches, I know here at Pleasant Valley North, there's, there's still some fear among adults engaging children as mm. a risk factor. Well, college students are, as far as symptomatic and, yeah. and risk, it's pretty low for this age group. Mm-hmm. And so why not involve yourself in some children and youth ministry so mm. some of these churches can launch those and right. get those back to normal? Where seniors can't do it right now. Right. Hmm. And so hopefully that will help ease the church back into it, but then also the parents and the adults that are in the church realize everything's okay. And that'll ease their comfort zone and walk them back into it too. Yeah. So I think you have an opportunity to help push the door back open again. Yeah. So last thing, Brent, any, and let's just do, we'll, we'll do one each. It, it, any resource that you can think would be helpful for college students looking to volunteer at this point? I think calling's just really important um, mm. in general. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Paul Tripp's Dangerous Calling. Yeah. Um, such is such a good book. And then Kristen yeah. Padilla 
has a female version uh, called Now, now That I'm Called. She's cool. a professor. Her husband's a professor at Beeson. She's a professor there as well. Um, just a really, really sharp book. And by the way, she is a Washita. Washita. Thank you, Ryan. Yes. Washita grad. So I'll awesome. plug that as well. Um, but I, I think both those books are just excellent in handling ministry and calling and just deciding who am I and what does God have for me. I think it's yeah. a great resource just to be thinking about as you're continuing to grow and whether that's full-time ministry or just volunteer ministry in general. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Brent, thank you so much for being on the podcast, right, man. man. This was awesome. Um, for more information on this topic, and if you have some feedback or a question for Brent or myself, message us on Instagram at PVN College, listen to us on the PVN College podcast, or watch us on our YouTube page, Pleasant Valley North. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time.